Hello and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw. I'm known as the Success Alchemist. You can find me at thesuccessalchemist.net, thewebalchemist.net, Empowered Manifestation and Coach Jan Shaw on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. You'll find Jan Shaw, the Success Alchemist. And today's show is titled Power to the People, Devolution, Nuremberg 2.0. And today's date is the 16th of October. And before I dive deep into some of these topics, um, I just want to cover a few um, headlines from this week's events. Uh, something I came across, Kamala Harris uh, produced a video about NASA and actually had child actors and would you believe it was produced by a company called Sinking Ship Entertainments. <laughs> now you can't make this stuff up, it kind of implies that we are watching a movie again here because who would use a company called Sinking Ship when you've got a, an administration that are going down like the Titanic. Um, <clears throat> an interesting Stu Peters show uh, was interviewing Kash Patel, who's the former chief of staff to the Secretary of Defense in Trump's administration. And he was talking about the Sussman indictment, which came from Durham and his uh, grand jury. And what he was saying is that usually an indictment is only three pages, but this particular one is 27 pages. And what he's saying is that he believes this is because the um, the indictment is not just to put forward the case, it's actually to educate people about all the links between Sussman and um, the DNC and uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign and uh, Perkins Coy and... Um, Fusion GPS and, of course, um, Christopher Steele, who wrote the dossier. So that's going to be very interesting. We know that uh, Durham has subpoenaed uh, documents from Perkins Coy. haven't heard anything more on that recently, but we'll see what happens. And hopefully all these criminals will be brought to justice. Um, I'm going to be covering in detail things to do with the vaccine shortly. Um, there is a site called vaxchoice.com, V-A-X-X-Choice.com, and you can find their petition against the vaccine mandates and also a couple of forms, one how to um, actually decline the vaccine. So um, take a look at that. Another thing that has been getting people's backs up is that as part of this uh, inflated reconciliation bill that's supposedly about infrastructure has within it um, a, um, that the IRS is to track bank transactions of $600 or more in the, under the guise of going against high-earning tax evasion. Well... People that are avoiding tax when they're wealthy and <laughs> have no relation to a $600 transaction. I mean, they must think we're stupid. But anyway, a lot of people are um, standing up against that. And um, 
So more absurdity from the Democrat administration. Now on last week's show, I mentioned the rhymophormic lawsuits that are being filed. And I said I hadn't really followed any recent updates. Um, I did find one article, but um, this goes back to July 5th. Um, it's actually on the humansarefree.com website and titled The New Nuremberg Trials 2021. Update from Dr. Reiner Formick. A team of over a thousand lawyers and over 10,000 medical experts led by Dr. Reiner Fulmick have begun legal proceedings against the CDC, World Health Organization and the Davos Group for Crimes Against Humanity. Fulmick and his team present the faulty PCR test and the order for doctors to label any comorbidity death as a COVID death as fraud. The PCR test was never designed to detect pathogens and is 100% faulty at 35 cycles. All the PCR tests overseen by the CDC are set at 37 to 45 cycles. The CDC admits that any tests over 28 cycles are not admissible for a positive reliable result. This alone invalidates over 90% of the alleged COVID cases stroke infections tracked by the use of this faulty test. In addition to the flawed tests and fraudulent death certificates, the experimental vaccine itself is in violation of Article 32 of the Geneva Convention. Under Article 32 of the 1949 Geneva Convention 4, Mutilation and medical or scientific experiments not necessitated by the medical treatment of a protected person are prohibited. According to Article 147, conducting biological experiments on protected persons is a grave breach of the Convention. The experimental vaccine is in violation of all ten of the Nuremberg Codes, which carry the death penalty for those who seek to violate those international laws. The vaccine fails to meet the following five requirements to be considered a vaccine and is by definition a medical experiment and trial. Provides immunity to the virus. This is a leaky gene therapy that does not provide immunity to COVID and claims to reduce symptoms, yet double vaccinated are now 60% of the patients requiring ER or ICU with COVID infections protects recipients from getting the virus. This gene therapy does not provide immunity and double vaccinated can still catch and spread the virus. Reduces deaths from the virus infection. This gene therapy does not reduce deaths from the infection. Double vaccinated infected with COVID have also died. Reduces circulation of the virus. This gene therapy still permits the spread of the virus as it offers zero immunity to the virus. Reduces transmission of the virus. This gene therapy still permits the transmission of the virus as it offers zero immunity to the virus. And the article ends with the video of the interview with Reiner Fulmick talking about this. He also mentions that um, this he thinks this this vaccine issue in terms of injuries was not intentional. I'm not sure I agree with that because I think it's part of the depopulation agenda. But 
what he was saying is that the original plan was not to um, for this to happen until 2050. And he said, mainly because of greed, they brought it forward to 2030 and then to 2020. And so this is why they're making so many mistakes. And of course, this is what we're talking about in terms of the precipice and of, you know, it being the means by which the people will wake up. And a lot of people have been waking up. There are still a lot of people, and he mentions right at the beginning of the interview, you know, the 20% who are not completely brain dead or have lost all critical thinking. I'm sure, actually, the the percentage is much higher than that that are still critical thinkers and, and do research. But, you know, he is referring to people that are just swallowing all the lies that are being fed to them. So... Um, he also mentions the the major lies in terms of the Durston PCR test, which was in the article, and the fact that it gives so many false, false positives. But the other lie that he mentioned was about asymptomatic transmission, which is obviously done to create fear. And as he said, you know, if you if you went to the doctors because you thought you had some sickness or disease, the first thing the doctor would say is, what are the symptoms? Because how can you diagnose something without knowing what the symptoms are? And of course, if you're asymptomatic, that means you have no symptoms. So we've got that, which means that the only way they can do it is give you a PCR test, which is giving you false positives. But why would anyone go to a doctor or ask to be tested for something that they're not showing symptoms of, which means they're not sick? You know, it is insane. It made me re remember a book I read, oh, back in 2009, I think it was, which is the New, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. And it was really a game changer for me. It, it fed a lot of information into the work I do as a coach in terms of limiting beliefs and manifestation and so on. But what he talks about in the book is about the insanity of the ego. And what we're seeing here, in my opinion, is absolute insanity by people who, you know, are lining up for this experimental vaccine, who are attacking people who refuse to be lab rats in terms of the experimental vaccine and who are actually saying that they think Joe Biden is doing a good job. I mean, really, you know, everything is going wrong. And I think, as I said, deliberately. Um, but yes, it's it's absolutely crazy. So we'll have to see what happens with lawsuits. I mean, I will suggest you watch the video because there's a lot more information in there. And he does talk about lawsuits being filed in Germany and Canada. So it's it's not one lawsuit in one place. I think this has got to happen globally, but uh, we'll see what happens. And, of course, now we've, we're seeing... Um, people standing up against these mandates that Joe Biden announced. And I covered this last week about the fact that these are not actually in place yet because, and I'm talking about the ones uh, to the private companies that have 100 employees or more. 
Um, there's no OSHA regulation about it, but these um, companies are in lockstep already mandating these vaccines to their employees. And um, Natural News, Mike Adams, writes an article. This was yesterday. And it's a contagion of courage is spreading across America as pilots, police, firefighters and other workers say, take this jab and shove it. After mass vaccinating the oblivious sheeple, the first 30%, then incentivizing or threatening the easily controlled obedience worshippers, another 30%, the genocidal vaccine pushers have reached the fiercely resisting 40% of the country, that refuses to go along with vaccine tyranny. All across America, pilots, firefighters, police officers, sheriff's deputies, construction workers, office workers and many other people are saying, take this jab and shove it. Courage is contagious. When groups of informed Americans rise up and say no to the genocidal vaccine tyrants, the tyrants are eventually forced to back down for the simple reason that you can't run society without workers. And if those workers decide that risking their health and life isn't worth a measly paycheck in soon-to-be-worthless dollars, society simply cannot function. The revolt of the workers is best captured in this explicit video by Old Man Cruz, not related to Senator Ted Cruz, a construction worker who explains what happens when workers stand up to vaccine tyranny. And there's a colourful language warning. He's very free with the F word, so I'm not going to play that. Um, <clears throat> what he says is, if you stand together, they can't take your dignity, your pride. Head of Chicago Police Union tells Mayor Creature Laurie Lightfoot to go pound sand. As the Epoch Times is reporting, Chicago's police union president, John Catanzara, has declared that if Chicago tries to force vaccine mandates on the police who work the city, Chicago will lose half its police force beginning tomorrow. From TET, the Epoch Times, do not fill out the portal information. Chicago Fraternal Order of Police President John Catanzara said in a video to officers posted on YouTube. I've made my status very clear as far as the vaccine, but I do not believe the city has the authority to mandate that to anybody, let alone that information about your medical history. According to Catanzara, the police union is preparing a lawsuit against the city if Mayor Laurie Lightfoot's administration attempts to enforce the mandate, which requires city workers to report their vaccine status by Friday or be placed on a no-pay status. It's safe to say that the city of Chicago will have a police force at 50% or less for this weekend coming up, Catanzara stated. I can guarantee you that no-pay status will not last more than 30 days, Catanzara said on Tuesday. There's no way they're going to be able to sustain a police department workforce at 50% capacity or less for more than seven days without something budging. In my Situation Update podcast today, I describe this coming weekend in Chicago as the Chicago Purge, where violence and lawlessness will explode due to Lightfoot trying to force police to commit vaccine suicide with a deadly genocidal spike protein injection.
Similarly, Seattle is about to lose 40% of its police force due to vaccine mandates. As Zero Hedge reports, it was inevitable. As vaccine mandates across the country approached their deadlines, vast swathes of American workers, service members and athletes faced termination or disciplinary action for refusing to take the COVID-19 jab. In Los Angeles, nearly a thousand firefighters are about to sue the city over the mandate. Southwest Airlines Pilot Union sued the company last week before staffing shortages led to the cancellation of more than 2,000 flights over the weekend and more on Monday. Meanwhile, doctors and nurses across the country have begun suing their employers. Seattle stands to lose 40% of its 1,000-person force for failing to get vaccinated as an October 18th deadline approaches. The environment has been pretty toxic and negative, one officer anonymously told Fox 13. Not just from this whole mandate, but prior to that as well. I'm not sure this would be a good place for me to work long term for my mental health. It has been very stressful. So that's the end of that. Um, I did see other reports. Of course, we've had uh, Southwest Airlines denying that the... um, cancellation of the flights was due to walkouts because of the mandates but um, people were noting that they'd claimed it was due to the weather so why hadn't it affected other airlines in the same way so you know that shed a huge doubt on uh, what the, the formal statement was and also we had air traffic controllers in Jacksonville walk out Um, Amtrak, the Smart Union, which is sheet metal, air, rail and transportation workers uh, with 203,000 members. So, you know, it's great to see this happening across the country. And of course, Q always said, you know, and, and actually Trump said as well, you know, it's up to the people. This is why he's um, approached things this way because the people have to stand up against this um, tyrannical government and it's happening. Now last week I also mentioned about the subject of devolution and there's a series of articles about this by Patel Patriot and he's on patelpatriot.substack.com and There are actually 12 articles now. I'm going to start with the first one because that really is the background to what happened when um, Trump stepped down or was um, out of office due to the fraudulent 2020 election. And then what I might do is, um, you know, in future shows, also follow up with the other articles. Um, If I have time, I'm also going to go back to some more information about the covid uh, vaccine etc situation but um we'll see whether i have time to fit that in or not so this is part one how did we get here and this was published july 2nd on january 20th 2021 president donald trump delivered his final speech at joint base at andrews before boarding Air Force One, leaving the presidency and the fate of America in the corrupt hands of Joe Biden and his handlers. Like many, I was devastated, and even more so, I was confused. It was obvious that the election of 2020 was rife with fraud, 
even though the mainstream media has been diligent in emphasising that it was the most secure election in history and that Joe Biden is the most popular president in history. None of this added up, and I'll show you in this series, Trump knew that the political establishment was using COVID-19 and the resulting push for mail-in ballots to cheat on a massive scale. Was Trump really going to let them get away with it? Was Trump going to allow America to fail without putting up a real fight? Did Trump just walk away after having his second term so obviously stolen from him? The answer to these questions has now become clear, and that answer is a resounding no. The Devolution series outlines exactly how President Donald Trump used all the legal powers available to him as President of the United States and Commander-in-Chief of the United States Armed Forces to defeat the election theft. Donald Trump initiated a real continuity of government plan and left office on January 20th, but his return is imminent. What is devolution? The concept of devolution is fundamental and part of the government's top-secret continuity of government plans. I will cover the continuity of government plans in detail in a future post. Check out this Newsweek article from 2020, and that's a link. While the report presents devolution in the context of the pandemic, it still provides enough detail to prove that devolution exists and was a topic explored by Trump. And then there's an extract from the Newsweek article. Above top secret contingency plans already exist for what the military is supposed to do if all the constitutional successors are incapacitated. Standby orders were issued more than three weeks ago to ready these plans, not just to protect Washington, but also to prepare for the possibility of some form of martial law. According to new documents and interviews with military experts, the various plans, codenamed Octagon, Freejack and Zodiac, are the underground laws to ensure government continuity. They are so secret that under these extraordinary plans, devolution, and this is highlighted, devolution could circumvent the normal constitutional provisions for government succession. That's the end of the highlighted part. And military commanders could be placed in control around America. The article was published March 18th, 2020, and claims... Standby orders were issued more than three weeks ago to ready these plans. That means in February of 2020, Trump had ordered the military to review and prepare the continuity of government plans. I think the timeline of this is essential. Note this article regarding a fringe theory being thrown around by Senator Tom Cotton and notice the date of February 17, 2020. Senator Tom Cotton... Republican Arkansas, repeated a fringe theory suggesting that the ongoing spread of a coronavirus is connected to research in the disease-ravaged epicentre of Wuhan, China. Cotton referenced a laboratory in the city, the Wuhan National Biosafety Laboratory, in an interview on Fox News' Sunday Morning Futures. He said the lab was near a market some scientists initially thought was a starting point for the virus's spread. We don't know where it originated and we have to get to the bottom of that, Cotton said. And then again, a highlighted section. 
We also know that just a few miles away from that food market is China's only biosafety level four super laboratory that researches human infectious diseases. That's the end of that quote and the end of the highlight. <clears throat> a theory stating the virus originated from a biosafety lab pops up around the same time Trump is ordering the military to prepare continuity of government plans. Today, we know that this theory is almost certainly true. It's safe to assume military intelligence was all over this at the time, even though Trump didn't publicly state that he had seen evidence that the virus came from the lab until May 1st, 2020. Asked if he had seen anything, giving him a high degree of confidence that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was the source of the outbreak, the president replied, yes, I have. There is so much disinformation still surrounding the COVID-19 pandemic, and that is by design. Was it an accident? Was it a bioweapon? Depending on the platform you use, you may not even be allowed to ask those questions. However, the answer to those questions is key to the devolution theory because it was the launching pad for the theft of the 2020 election and ultimately the pretext for troop having our military prepare for devolution. <clears throat> COVID-19. If you look objectively at Trump's handling of China... His policies were pro-American rather than the pro-China approach of previous administrations. In August of 2017, he directed the Office of the United States Trade Representative to investigate Chinese economic practices. Their subsequent report attacked many aspects of China's monetary policy. Trump began imposing tariffs on Chinese products, referencing a trade deficit of $500 billion a year, with intellectual property theft of another $300 billion. I'll cover this IP theft in a future post. These tariffs led to a trade war that culminated in the Phase 1 trade deal signing on January 15th of 2020. Why is that date important? Because the very next day... Trump's impeachment trial in the Senate began. Think back to August 2019. The pressure is building on the Biden family for their ties to Ukraine and China. It almost feels like Durham would drop the hammer any day on the Obama administration for Spygate. The whistleblower comes forward with the quid pro quo accusation and an impeachment inquiry in the House of Representatives is underway. However, with a Republican majority in the Senate and no evidence of a quid pro quo, everybody knows the president will be acquitted. The America First platform Trump campaigned on was working. The economy was booming. He was winning the trade war with China. None of the scandals thrown at him had stuck. He was unscathed through impeachment. Along with the other two most significant threats to America, Democrats and the media, China was desperate to get Trump out of office. China favoured a Biden presidency. And as found on Hunter Biden's laptop, they would have an equity stake in the Biden administration. Although the fake polls said otherwise, the Democrats appear to have little chance in 2020. The momentum was palpable. The only way the Democrats would be able to win the election was to steal it. How convenient that COVID-19 will present them such an opportunity. Now you can decide for yourself whether the leak was intentional or not. But what did PDJT, President Donald J. Trump, himself say? 
Speaking to reporters in the Oval Office of the White House on Wednesday, Mr Trump said, We went through the worst attack we've ever had on our country. This is the worst attack we've ever had. This is worse than Pearl Harbor. This is worse than the World Trade Center. There's never been an attack like this. And it should never have happened. Could have been stopped at the source. Could have been stopped in China. It should have been stopped right at the source. And it wasn't. And the quote out of that is, we went through the worst attack we've ever had on our country. The election. Everything about the election of 2020 was controversial. Sitting presidents don't gain votes and not get re-elected. Obama had 3 million less votes and was re-elected with a total of almost 66 million votes. Trump gained almost 12 million votes and lost with a total of over 74 million votes. It was evident COVID-19 was a pretext for mass numbers of mail-in voting. A famous politician once said, mail-in ballots are extremely susceptible to fraud. And believe it or not, that was Jerry Pampers Nadler. And it's got an image, a gif or a section of a video showing Nadler going away from the podium that Pelosi's at, looking like he's pooped in his pants. (laughs) That was shared around the uh, internet on social media when that happened. Local Democrat officials and rhinos unconstitutionally changed election laws in swing states to create more mail-in voting. Trump saw this coming a mile away. U.S. President Donald Trump has warned his fellow Republicans their opponents may steal November's election as his party anointed him as their candidate. They're using COVID to defraud the American people, Mr. Trump told delegates on the first day of the party convention in North Carolina. He repeated an untrue claim that mail-in ballots could lead to voter fraud. An unprecedented number of Americans are expected to vote by mail as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. And that comes from the BBC, who is another fake news platform in the UK. President Trump on Monday further cast doubt on the US election process, claiming falsely that the only way he would lose in November is if the election is rigged. Trump made the remark at the end of a speech to supporters in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, on Monday afternoon as he implored them to vote. And then the next bit is highlighted. It follows months of Trump claiming without evidence that widespread mail-in voting during the coronavirus pandemic would invite fraud into the election. And that was from The Hill. And we know that they're partisan and biased um, as well. There are thousands of examples out there just like these and even a few prior to 2020. Um, This is a tweet from Donald Trump. More reports of voting machines switching Romney votes to Obama. Pay close attention to the machines. Don't let your vote be stolen. And that was November 6, 2012. And then there's a CNN.com screenshot. Washington, CNN, President-elect Donald Trump alleged Sunday without evidence that millions of people voted illegally for Hillary Clinton and otherwise he would have won the popular vote. It's an unprecedented allegation by a president-elect. Trump won the Electoral College and thus the White House, but the Democratic nominee leads him in the popular vote by about 2 million ballots. 
In addition to winning the Electoral College in a landslide, I won the popular vote if you deduct the millions of people who voted illegally, Trump tweeted. So what do you do as president when you know fraudulent activity runs rampant through our federal elections? You take action. Everybody underestimated Trump during the 2016 election. There was still fraud, but he was able to overcome it. They were underprepared because they believed their own fake polls and thought Trump had no chance. He knew, just like everybody else, that cheating was their only path to victory, so he prepared for it. On May 11, 2017, he established the Presidential Advisory Commission on Election Integrity. And then there's an extract from that, Section 3, Mission. The Commission shall, consistent with applicable law, study the registration and voting processes used in federal elections. The Commission shall be solely advisory and shall submit a report to the President that identifies the following. A. Those laws, rules, policies, activities, strategies and practices that enhance the American people's confidence in the integrity of the voting processes used in federal elections. B. Those laws, rules, policies, activities, strategies and practices that undermine the American people's confidence in the integrity of the voting processes used in federal elections and C, and this is highlighted, those vulnerabilities in voting systems and practices used for federal elections that could lead to improper voter registrations and improper voting, including fraudulent voter registrations and fraudulent voting. It's the end of the extract. In September, he signed an, an executive order imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in, in a United States election. In November of 2018, he created the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. And again, there's an extract from that as a headline of the release. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, original release date, November 19th, 2018, Last revised November 20th, 2018. On November 16th, 2018, the President signed into law the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency Act of 2018. This act elevates the mission of the former Department of Homeland Security, National Protection and Programs Directorate, NPPD, and establishes the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA, CISA. CISA is responsible for protecting the nation's critical infrastructure from physical and cyber threats, a mission that requires effective coordination and collaboration among a broad spectrum of government and private sector organisations. In December of 2019, Trump created the Space Force. I'll cover his time in office in detail in a future post, but these actions signify that Trump was proactively taking steps to deter an election theft. The actual theory. President Trump, with assistance from the United States military, caught our foreign adversaries aiding the Democrats with the theft of an election. This is bigger than just mere corruption and scandal. This is war. They let Biden assume office, but it doesn't mean anything. Any damage done can and will be reversed. They are basically playing house. Their time, in quotes, in office will only lead to more people wanting Trump back. Biden has no meaningful operational control over the military. I'll cover that in a future post. 
and they won't let any real harm come to us while the battlefield is prepped for whatever reveal is coming. If you look at actions Trump took leading up to the election, he was prepared for anything the Democrats might pull. Our military intelligence, Space Force, monitored and captured the true vote count. I believe the audits will be eye-opening and kick everything off. If Trump had the vote count, why didn't he do anything? Why haven't we seen any real proof of voter fraud? Covid changed everything. When Trump said Covid was an attack, he stated that it was worse than Pearl Harbor. If PDJT had information that the Democrats would steal the election with help from China, that would be considered an act of war. Do you think that's something Trump would allow? Would our military let China install a puppet as president? We prepared for de devolution after gathering information on the lab leak and activated it sometime between November 3rd and January 20th. It's too late. The Electoral College voted for Biden. There is no legal precedent outlined in the Constitution for him to be reinstated, blah, blah, blah. We are in a completely unprecedented situation. If the military came out tomorrow and showed you the definitive proof that China assisted the Democrats in stealing the election, would you say, oh, well, no precedent, can you show me to my assigned gulag? Or would you say, F that, this can't be allowed to stand? Trump chose the latter. We need to step back and review everything that has happened since the release of COVID. Our enemies conspired to attack the USA with a bioweapon to steal an election with one of our political parties. That is the actual coup. We've been thinking too small. Do you know who hasn't been thinking too small? President Donald John Trump. I like thinking big. I, I always have. To me, it's very simple. If you're going to be thinking anyway, you might as well think big. Most people think small because most people are afraid of success, afraid of making decisions, afraid of winning. And that gives people like me a great advantage. And that was from Donald Trump's book, The Art of the Deal. The best is yet to come. And that's the end of that first devolution article. And if you go to the website, you'll see lists all the other articles so far and the series is continuing so it's very interesting. Now the other thing I want to share with you is another of the Assetti updates and this is by James Gilliland and it came out four days ago and the title of this update is The Final Battle Merging Timelines. So it's giving us much more of a metaphysical view of what's happening in the world. In the days to come, we're going to face many challenges. There will be people that will rise to the occasion and people that will willingly or in ignorance submit themselves, their families, loved ones, society in general to a severe diminishing and loss of health and freedom. The integrity challenged and socially engineered will walk lockstep down a very dark path. They are driven by manufactured fear, lies and deceptions by the corrupt bought and paid for integrity and morally challenged politicians, mainstream and social media. The socially engineered, unconscious, will be offered promises of positions, power and wealth of which are ill-gotten gains. In the end, they will lose all of it due to universal law. It is time to apply a little base logic to where society now stands. 
Never before have we seen so much decadence, corruption, lawlessness, extreme disregard for the well-being of humanity and the earth. If you look behind the curtain, you will see almost every agency and organisation has betrayed its mandate. They betrayed the people they serve and positions of power over others, wealth and notoriety have become the most sought-out attributes. It is as if evil is rewarded and rises to the top in these organisations and agencies. Their gods are money, sex, power and notoriety, with a complete disregard for others or the effects within their soul. Thus they have opened the door to darker forces. Eventually the soul becomes a mere shadow to those darker forces. It starts with a lie or two, actions here and there that are self-serving or harmful to others. A bribe here and there, all escalating to a level where if you want to retain your position, financial status or move up the ladder of success, you'll be expected eventually to perform the most heinous of acts. It's called soul bargaining. We did not get here alone. Base logic dictates that there has to be a force behind this decline. A very dark force that cares nothing for humanity and the earth. Logic also dictates... The reason there is so much inhumanity on the earth must be due to non-human intervention by beings with no compassion or empathy. Beings that despise and are at war with humanity and the earth. In truth, it is a war on the creator within all creation. Whether you call it the satanic Luciferians replete through high, throughout high levels of government, religions, the movie stroke music industries, all institutions at the highest levels or if you call it the jinn, demonic stroke reptilian stroke grey alliances often referred to as archons, there are seen and unseen negative influences weighing heavy on humanity and the earth. These unseen negative influences are waiting for a chink in the armour, a door to open and many are holding the doors wide open. Many are in disbelief, cannot even comprehend such forces exist. They just want to go about their socially engineered, critically thinking and research-impaired lives in denial. Few are even aware of the social engineering and even fewer ask the question, who is behind the social engineering? The awake question would be, where is this social engineering taking us? Are we aligned with universal law or unity consciousness? Are we aligned with universal peace, brother and sisterly love, individual freedom and prosperity for all? Are we creating heaven on earth? The biggest question is, are we setting boundaries with those who are trespassing on our God-given rights? Or are we afraid to rock the boat? These darker forces have infiltrated every level of our civilization. Defence departments have become the offence departments an enforcement arm of the global elite and deep state. Many on the highest levels in the military are guilty of treason. Generals are judging, condemning and jailing others who have maintained their honour and oath for questioning their decisions and actions. Top generals in the military were involved with child and drug trafficking. Soldiers were sent to guard the poppy fields in Afghanistan to keep the opium flowing. Your criminal justice system is run by criminals at the highest levels, ignoring the Constitution, the supreme law of the land. The Justice Department is just us, laws for thee and not for me. Other alphabet agencies have involved themselves in covert operations on orders from the global elite, 
false flags, bribery, payoffs, falsifying information, causing harm or loss of freedom to those working on humanity's behalf. Research the siege on January 6th. Who truly orchestrated it? And ask yourself what happened to those arrested and their right to a speedy trial. The health agencies have embarked on what can only be called a eugenicist dream. Hospitals, big pharma, doctors, nurses in general have abandoned their Hippocratic Oath. Money is first and foremost over the health and well-being of the patients. The Secretary of Health is an obese man who thinks he is a woman in charge of your mental and physical health. Let the beyond ridiculousness of that sink in. At the top of our food chain, the President is a man giving orders with dementia who does not know where he is or who he is with. A man who loves to fondle and sniff children. He and his son are deeply indebted to and receive orders from the CCP, Communist Chinese Party. Why else would every action he has taken be in China's best interest? He and his corrupt allies are destroying America by design. It can't be any more obvious. Did you know socialism is the preferred government of tyranny? Socialism stroke communism are now taught in schools by teachers and professors as the highest path to take. This has been sponsored by the CCP and the global elite for decades. This social engineering plan has been executed by politicians, lawmakers, even law enforcement funded and installed by the CCP and the global elite. Whenever you centralise the power and wealth in the hands of a few, in this case satanic-luciferian narcissist-billionaire eugenicists, where will that lead you? For those history-challenged, Hitler, Stalin, Mussolini, all were socialist genocidal dictators. There were also communist genocidal dictators like Pol Pot, Mao, etc., they were all sponsored by the international banksters, the global elite who finance both sides of every war since Napoleon. They are the war and disease profiteers, the originators of the pandemics, dividers of religions, races and now genders to stop unity consciousness. They hijacked every movement to bring about change for the better and it's in its place created division, hatred and disunity. The Fourth Reich is real, it is alive, and most governments, if not checked by the people, will march lockstep by the same playbook, ending in starvation, mass poverty, and a total loss of freedom. Tyranny has many faces, and it is international in scope. Now the tyrants have socially engineered the masses to do their bidding, participate in their own enslavement and eventual demise. The virtue-signalling, shaming, unlawful enforcers, the talking heads, corrupt politicians, oath-betrayers are all participating in their own demise, taking the socially engineered along with them. It is a descent from freedom and prosperity and now fast-tracking to hell. The dangling carrot money without a consciousness of impeccable integrity is poison to your soul. Now it has become converted into poison to your body. The jabs, the last attempt to carry out their population reduction and total control agenda. Woke is another word for socially engineered to do the bidding of the puppet masters. Awake is knowing who the puppet masters are and their agenda, as well as the guiding forces seen and unseen behind their words and deeds. Awake is knowing and making your own personal connection to God, Creator, Great Spirit, 
honouring the sacred circle of life and discerning between lesser gods and lesser agendas. Awake is acknowledging the omnipresent creator within all creation, understanding quantum entanglement, the connectiveness of everything, the sacred circle of life and acting accordingly. It transcends race, colour, culture and religion. Those who are awake focus on character and applying universal law in all they say and do. Universal peace, brother and sisterly love, individual freedom and prosperity for all is the foundation of the awakened. It transcends all cultural and religious boundaries. This is the upward spiral. Why not teach the children what it means to be awake? There's a lot of talk about timelines, dimensions, temporal and multidimensional wars, different earths just out of face from each other. There is not a single answer as to who is right. It is all unfolding. It's like ufology. Are they off-world? Ours from back engineering, benevolent, malevolent, malevolent, German inner earth vehicles from ancient ancestors. Is there a controlled narrative? Who is right? The answer is all of them. It's a multiple choice question. Yet some demand you accept one answer. True science is not the recycled ignorance taught in most universities to train the masses to become dependent consumers, void of soul, spirit and multiple realities. If true science was taught, we would have anti-stroke counter-gravity, abundant fuelless energy, increased longevity and the cures for all diseases. We actually already have all of that. It's just in the hands of the controllers. True science comes to you. It is outside the box. That is where the breakthroughs originate. A fact is a theory enough people agree upon until a new theory blows it out of the water. Imagination is real on the level of imagination. Because something is non-physical does not mean it does not exist. If it was not written in the old professor's book, it does not exist. When the old professor dies, when the new facts are born. Humanity is in the middle of influences from higher and lower dimensions, some refer to as densities. It is all about vibration and frequency. There are lower dimensional beings that come in every size, shape and colour, filled with lower frequency consciousness. Fear, anger, hate, jealousy, greed, pride, the desire to control and dominate others, holding grudges, self-service and division thinking, all of these attitudes and emotions have lower frequencies. When we address and heal the wounds, traumas and wrong conclusions from past experiences, we rise in frequency. Love, joy, bliss, service to others, the creator in all creation, being a blessing to life, are frequencies of the highest vibration. It is said the closer you get to nirvana or heaven, which is a state of consciousness, the more the demons rear their ugly heads. You become a threat to the unhealed and the unconscious, both physical and non-physical. Learn to depersonalise emotions, energies and actions of others. Practice loving detachment. Simply thank them for establishing their ignorance and character and move on. Little dimensional humour there. Never forget the only reason anyone has any power over you is because you want something from them. Be it love, acceptance, approval, security, all can be found within. The temple has always been within. God create a great spirit is within an internal, not an external journey. Humanity and the earth are moving through a cycle, a highly energised place in space. 
The electromagnetic light spectrum is increasing with new bands. The sun is throwing off CMEs, coronal mass ejections or flares. The Schumann resonance is off the scale. In other words, we are undergoing a vibrational lifting and healing, some refer to as ascension. This is affecting multiple dimensions. Within this process are the temporal walls, shifting timelines. The veils between worlds are growing thinner with bleed-throughs of events unfolding on different dimensions, some call densities. Many are experiencing the attitudes and emotions of lower-density beings. Anger, sadness, fear, againstness. Yes, I made that word up. A plethora of emotions are flooding into this dimension, into the energy fields of humanity, looking for a place to express. The electromagnetic fields around the body are being invaded, especially those who are already operating on a lesser frequency. Many refer to this as negative influences or possession in extreme cases. Everything from excessive bouts of anger, violence, unfounded fear, sadness, emotions and attitudes, which are mistakenly acted out in unthinkable ways, not knowing their source. We call these unseen negative influences and they are not limited in time. It could be coming from deceased ancestors, ancient and recent, past lives, past cultures, religious beliefs, etc. There are also very advanced cultures living multidimensional lives on the interior. There are tools for clearing these energies. I call them power tools. They have to be plugged into your higher selves or those who have ascended. These tools can be used in conjunction with the high vibrational beings to clear these lower vibrational influences. As we said earlier, excessive fear, anger, sadness, violence, even accidents can originate from these negative influences. This can all be healed by the use of positive influences with a little assist using tools and techniques like proper prayer, meditation, invocations of saints, sages, masters, spiritually and technology adva technologically advanced off-worlders. The tools are free on our website www.iseti.org and in the books on the site covered in more detail. We are being pulled in both directions. There is the upward spiral, living a loving, joyous, abundant life in service to others, the creator within all creation, and the downward spiral, a life of fear, anger, division, greed, self-service, etc. The upward spiral will continue. The downward spiral will implode and collapse in on itself. Both directions are being amplified and accelerated. We get to choose which path we take. We choose to be a victim or a master. A master gains the wisdom from each experience, forgives and allows the wisdom to settle in the soul, continuing on their journey. A victim projects, blames, uses their victimhood to gain emotional or physical support from others taking no personal responsibility. Become the observer of self, monitor your emotions and thoughts, release the past and don't worry about the future. Move out of the reactionary mind into the creationary mind and create your tomorrow. Make decisions and actions based on universal law with impeccable integrity. In simple terms, if it isn't good for everyone, it isn't good. It is harmful to humanity and the earth if one man's stroke woman's gain is another man's or woman's loss. Cease. It is really that simple. I want to end this newsletter with a dream I had. I was overseeing several timelines.
I was also seeing more than one Earth. I saw as many as eight Earths, all just out of phase from each other. Each Earth had a different collective consciousness. On the timelines I was observing, one was very dark. Some people were becoming grey, opening to spirit. I saw an older man. His energies were very light grey. He was so close to ascending off his timeline, but he was dying. There was another timeline just next to his. There was a line of monks, all carrying what looked like pizza full of toppings. One particular monk put a pile of toppings on the left-hand corner of his pizza to share with others. The dying man reached out from his timeline and grabbed a handful of toppings, eating them with such delight. The energy of the gift, that one generous act, was all he needed to ascend off his timeline. The monk was exhilarated to see the offering disappear and felt the transformation. We all need to be like that monk, set a little aside for others. Beware of those in need, reaching out for other, from other timelines and dimensions. Don't forget those in need on this dimension. Have a consciousness of gratitude and generosity. Most important, learn we live in a multidimensional world with different timelines. Some are bleeding into others. The veils are getting thinner. Our thoughts and actions affect others, not just on this dimension and timeline. Learn how to heal unseen negative influences, maintain your own self-authority, create sacred space and be of multidimensional service to others. You are not just a body and a socially engineered personality. In truth, you are an eternal soul, a multidimensional being existing on a vibrational continuum all the way back to source in more expanded states of awareness. Just reading this article changed everything. Now do something with it. Keep an open mind, loving heart and pure intent. Choose wisely in your thoughts and actions. And it's signed James Gilliland. So that leaves me very little time for anything else, but just a couple of things I want to mention. Uh, Nordic countries have suspended the use of the Moderna COVID vaccine. Um, <clears throat> Rand Paul has really been having a go at Fauci. Um, I really like what he does, basically saying that Fauci is spreading mistruths, <laughs> which I would call lies. Um, we've also had some news that came out of the election um, activities. Uh, Wendy Rogers' letter, which I shared with you, I think it was last week, is now up to 138 state legislators have signed the new Declaration of Independence letter led by Wendy Rogers. And you can find that report at nationalfile.com. I don't have time to go through that at this point. And then finally, Gateway Pundit reports breaking President Trump releases findings from Pima County, Arizona, precincts with over 100% turnout. And the quote is, either a new election should immediately take place or the past election should be decertified. And that's one of the statements that President Trump has put out. So that's all I have time for today. And I hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, I will be here next week with another um, Cosmic Creating show and I hope you'll join me. And I'd like to thank Nancy for producing and a quick reminder, find me at the successalchemist.net, thewebalchemist.net and Empowered Manifestation. So stay well, be safe and bye for now.
You have been listening to the Cosmic Creating Radio Show with Jan Shaw, a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Live long and prosper. 